Welcome back to the ASAP. Um, you might be wondering, why am I not hearing Landon's voice right now? And it's because his brother got married today. Isn't that sweet? Um, so this is me. It's Lexus. Um, I'm here with some friends. So here's the thing. is uh, Landon gave me full permission to bring anyone I wanted into the studio. And so I thought, what better people to bring in than my best friends? So they're all going to introduce themselves um, to you so that you know their voices. Hey, I'm Amber. <laughs> I was just on the ASAP a couple weeks ago, and you guys get to hear me again. Joy to the world. Yes, Praise. I'm Connor. This is my first time on the podcast. Hopefully not the last. I've been begging for this for months, <laughs> and I'm finally here. So here we go. And this is John. And, you know, I was just kind of pulled into this today, but I'm excited to be here with you all. <laughs> so here's the here's the dealio, honestly. Um Connor's been wanting to be on a podcast and he already has a name for the podcast and everything. And so he's going to do his intro for you just because it's the most hilarious thing ever. Oh, dude. Listen, the podcast name is Hutch's House. So if I had an intro, it would be something like, what's up? I'm Hutch and I'm here in my house with my best friends. Something like that. Welcome to Hutch's house. Yes. So good. And it's just chilling in my house, the podcast studio, it's you know, a big, having a good time. Big house. <laughs> lots of, lots of exactly like that. Well, tonight we're here because we're going to talk about Synergy tonight, which was literally crazy. Number one, we had two baptisms. Amazing. <laughs> so cool. Which is so amazing. Um, one of the girls who was a freshman, like Lauren, she um, came up to me on Monday night and was like, So I want to get baptized. And I was like, You're joking. So I was so excited about that one. And then, Taylor McClanahan. It was yes. She's in my core it's group. Awesome. So Shout good. out to my core group. I love it. Well, we are talking about David's message tonight about um, path to healing. And so there are a couple of things that he even talked through, um, just like four things um, that was a prophecy about Jesus from Isaiah. Um, and it says that he's wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace. And so I was just like so shocked that he was even talking about this because this is something that I literally this week past weekend was like rocked by with the Lord. And so it was so cool that he even talked about that this week. And so I don't know who wants to open us up, who, who had something like that was amazing. We got to talk about it. I have something that I thought was amazing. <laughs> and I want to talk about, um, but it's kind of near the end of the message um, when he was talking about God as the Prince of Peace. Um, mm-hmm. And there's just one quote that he had that I was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. He said, I do not control my life. And that is a gift from God. And I was like, dude, I need to hear that because so many times, like I try to take control of my own life because I'm like a big control freak and I just kind of have to have everything in my hands. But really like life would be so much easier if I just surrendered everything to God. And I feel like that was kind of like the overarching message of his sermon was that like surrender is so key. And like, we just have to really like, give everything over to him. And it makes things so much better for us because we are so flawed as people. Like we cannot control our lives well all, but God, like this perfect God, these characteristics that we talked about, like he just has our best interests in mind always. And like when we surrender all that, like, man, it just like helps so much. It really does. So that was something that really stood out to me. Yeah. In my core group this week, we talked about anxiety and just like experiencing anxiety and how it really sucks. Um, And just like one of the things that we talked about is that you're not an anxious person. I feel like people like take that on as an idea identity. Like, Oh, like I am anxious or like I'm an anxious person, but like, you are literally not an anxious person. You are a person experiencing the spirit of anxiety. Mm -hmm. And like, we have the spirit of God who is literally peace that transcends all understanding that David talked about. So like, we don't have to agree with the fact that we're going to be anxious people. Mm-hmm. We get to say, That's no, good. like I'm agreeing with the spirit of God. Yeah. 
That's really good. good. Something that really stuck out to me, I was having a conversation with someone a couple weeks ago and uh, the idea idea came up about like circumstances and kind of living for the Lord, uh, even through our circumstances. Something they said that really stuck out to me was that we serve a God who's above all circumstances. Mm -hmm. And in those circumstances, who we run to or what we run to like serves, uh, it, it shows a lot about like who who is an idol in your life or what is an mm, idol in your life. That's good. Um, and David spoke a little bit about that as well. And it just really hit me hard because it, it got me thinking about like, okay, in different circumstances in my life when I'm struggling with anxiety or other things, like when I'm running to my friends, or that is that because I'm seeking counsel or is that because I'm seeking comfort from mm, something that yeah. um, shouldn't, it shouldn't be where it is. Uh, it shouldn't be as high up in my life as it is. And I need to be running to the Lord before I run to them. And then maybe using them as a secondary source. Yeah. I will just say, I did get the shout out tonight. She did. Stage. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. Because for those of you who don't know, Lexus was my group leader all four years. Of, but now our BFFs. And now our BFFs are on staff together. And it's so cute. But the amount of times Lexus has just looked at me and been like, have you taken that to God? And it's like the last thing I want to hear. Yeah. But it's what I need to hear is, it is crazy. Hard. It's so yeah. hard. It's so difficult. It's, I mean, I'm still learning how to do it truly. Like, I I'm, think it's, I'm still learning how to do it. I think it's something we're it. always going to learn. But, um, even that part of the sermon that you were just talking about, John reminds me of Hebrews four fifteen. It says that like since we like we have a high priest, which is Jesus, who has passed through the heavens. Um, we don't have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who every respect has been tempted with sin. Yet we we are without, or we, yet he is without sin. Mm. And I heard a sermon one time on that. And it was like we run to the one who has been tempted without sin mm. instead of running to what we're tempted to be sinned with, yeah, or mm-hmm. sin in, and so. That is just like something that's been so like monumental for me is that like we serve a high priest, Jesus, that knows what we're feeling and knows what we're dealing with yeah. and like sympathizes with us. We have a great sympathizer along with a wonderful counselor and all those different names that we heard from him in Isaiah, but we get to run to him like yeah. and find comfort and peace in that. Mm. Yeah. For sure. I really liked the question they asked near the beginning where he was like, when you're struggling in life, like who are you running to first? Like, yeah. is it, yeah. your, is it your friends? Is it like a significant other? Is it a parent or is it God? You yeah. know? And like a lot of times, like I know I've struggled with this a lot. Like whenever I, I'm not in community, like I feel so lost, mm-hmm. like, because I've always just run to the people around me. Like when I have issues, but really like I should take so much peace in knowing like I can run to the father yeah. anytime. Like when we go home for winter break, like, I'm not alone. Like I'm not losing community because I have community with the father. And like, he like wants to take on like my burdens and my Mm. anxieties and my fears, whatever I'm dealing with. Like, and so, yeah, it is great to like have that community and like have those people that you're able to like go to. But like at the end of the day, like the first person you should be going to Mm. is the wonderful counselor Mm -hmm. because he does have like that wisdom that you need that other, that just people in the world, like just can't provide, you know? Yeah. You know, that, that makes me think of the story of the prodigal son when like he's going off and doing his own thing and experiencing the world and doing things of the world instead of uh, pursuing the Lord. But when he comes back to um, his father, not a lo- not only does the father just like open, uh, welcome him with open arms, but he runs to him when he comes back. Mm-hmm. And so he's there to listen. He's there. And like, even when we are struggling with those things, even when we're seeking counsel and things that we shouldn't be like, he is always there with his open arms and yeah. willing to accept us yeah. back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's the everlasting so cool. father. He's the everlasting That's father. Exactly. thing that like gives me so much peace surrounding that is like the fact that Jesus Christ like lived on earth and like experienced things that we experience. Like, yeah. It's not like he only has stayed in heaven all of his, all of his existence and like 
doesn't know what life is like on earth. He walked on earth Mm -hmm. and he knows like what we go through. And so just knowing like that he has that firsthand experience, like, and obviously God is all knowing, but it just gives me a little more like peace and knowing that like he walked the earth just like I am right now. Fully man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's even like what we talked about in core group this week. If you went through the last week of curriculum, um, my group went through the last week and it was like so good because we were talking about Jesus as the author and perfecter of our faith Mm. in Hebrews 12. Um, And like, it's like he literally was there at the beginning when the world was created. So like he had all of us in mind and like literally created us and mm-hmm. knows like our DNA, like what we are. But at the same time, like he was the perfecter, like he came down to earth and he showed us the best way to do it. Yep. And we can look to him and know that he suffered to the point of shedding blood is what mm-hmm. it says in Hebrews 12. Yeah. And so like, if he suffered that much, then we I mean, especially in America, like we literally are so wimpy. That's like what Lydia said on Monday morning. She was like, we are so wimpy and like think that this is like the end of the world. And like Jesus was shedding blood. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. I, and it kind of goes back to something that David said, like when he was talking about John one fourteen, where he talks about how Jesus made his dwelling among us and seeing that as like, and I'd never thought about this before, but he talked about like how big of a sacrifice that was that he left heaven to come down to earth. Mm-hmm. Like he could have easily just stayed at the right hand of God and just like watched up from up there, but he came down from earth. And like, that's such a huge sacrifice because this is such a broken world. Like for the perfect son of God to come down and live a perfect life. I mean, that's just crazy. Like just kind of like knowing that, and how big of a sacrifice that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd never thought about that before. Yeah. And it wasn't like he did it like begrudgingly. Like no. yeah. he wanted to do it because mm-hmm. he knew that was the father's will. And he knew that it would provide us healing. Like he knew he could see the bigger picture. He knew it was in store yeah. and he still did it. It wasn't fun for him to come to earth and be tempted literally by Satan himself and mm-hmm. down across, but he did it because he knew that's like the only way that we were going to be able to experience eternal healing. Yeah. Even with my small group at church, like we've been, we just finished reading through this book called Gentle and Lowly. Um, And it was so crazy because basically it takes that verse where it's like, it says that like Jesus was gentle and lowly Mm -hmm. in heart. And it explains that in every single dimension. So it's like 22 chapters of explaining how Jesus is gentle and lowly in heart. And every single chapter, like, you know, I've been doing Christianity for like 10 years now. Like (laughs) at this point, like, I feel like I should know who Jesus is. And it's like, he still blows me away with how kind (laughs) and how much like he reaches out to us. Like there was this one part in the book where it talks about how, when we sin or like when we're hurting, like that is precisely the thing that draws Jesus more to us. And so a lot of times we're like, Oh, like I've sinned or like I'm hurting. So I have to go hide. And it's like, no, like that's literally the precisely the thing that Jesus wants to come and be with us. through. It's like God like wants to take care of us. Like God wants to be that. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. He's the everlasting father. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the wonderful counselor. Yeah. Like it's not like a, it's not a burden on him mm-hmm. to take yeah. everything that we have because he cares about us that much. And he wants that yeah. from us. He wants us to take everything to him. And like, just kind of like talking about where he mentioned about the mighty God, like realizing that we are not God. And like, we have to like get rid of this internal pressure that we have in ourselves, like to be our own God almost and realize that like, once we turn everything over to him, like he wants to help yeah. us and he wants to take care of us. Mm-hmm. And so I loved how everything was just kind of intertwined yeah. in this. Yeah. Like every point that he made, you could almost make the same point for all four yeah. like characteristics of Jesus. And I thought that was so cool. Like everything was just so like so put good. together. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. It's so good. I'm going to plug the song that I was telling <laughs> these lovely people that I was going to talk about before. But if you haven't heard Names by, I think it's Maverick City and Elevation on that album that they did together, it's about the verse Isaiah 9-4, I think is what it nine, we were six. talking about. 9-6. Mm-hmm. Um, but it literally walks through it. And this summer, I just like, anytime I was just feeling overwhelmed, I just put on that song mm. because it is like, it's that verse. It's expanded, obviously, yeah. with human interpretation. But, I mean, the chorus itself is everlasting father, prince of peace, Emmanuel, God with us. You're here right here with me. Wonderful mm-hmm. counselor. The government's resting on your shoulders. And so, like, mm-hmm. wow. I memorized that verse through that song. But yeah. it's, like, truth constantly being spoken over me. Yeah. And then the chorus, like, the second time they sing it, they say the government's resting on your shoulders and I am too. Mm. And, like, it's, like, man, like, the <laughs> whole cool. world and the whole weight of the world rests on his shoulders, but he sees us individually resting on his yeah. shoulders yeah. and he wants to carry our burdens and he's he's carried them for us. Like, we just have to give them to him. Yeah. Yeah. And so reminding myself, like, oh, I am too resting on the weight of Jesus' shoulders because yeah. he's strong enough to carry it. I'm yeah. not strong enough to carry myself. Mm. And just like you were talking about, Connor, like, we're not mighty God. And, like, mm. we have to get that through our head that we're not made to carry our burdens like but jesus was like he literally is the only one that can carry all of our burdens at once so yeah Yeah. that even reminds me of that scripture where um i think it's actually right after he says that he's gentle and lowly in heart and then it goes into um how like his yoke is easy and his burden is light Mm -hmm. and there was this really cool thing that i learned about oxen which is like who typically gets yoked. Um, <laughs> so I can't be the only one that thought the whole, like my whole childhood, I would hear that verse and thought it was like yolk, egg like yolk, an like egg yolk. Eggs, yes. and I, I was so confused. I'm like, what does that even mean? No, that I yolk is that. Same thing too. I like not a hard boiled egg. <laughs> Jesus is a sunny side up over easy. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I literally learned this thing about oxen. So when they have the yolk on them, they get paired together like one oxen with the other. And so you'll always hear like, you need to be equally yoked in like relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And basically it's like saying like making sure that you're on like the same level spiritually, right. always looking toward Jesus, whatever. But what I learned is that typically when they yoke oxen together, they put one ox who's experienced with a less experienced mm-hmm. ox huh. and he bears the burden wow. of that yoke so yeah. that the other ox can learn and like become an experienced ox. Isn't that crazy? That's so cool. (laughs) Like that's what Jesus does for us. Like he is the more experienced ox who holds the burden for us so that we can be with him and learn to be like him, Mm. become more Christ-like. Yeah, that's really cool. It's crazy when these Mm. metaphors all line up. (laughs) So good. But when we're looking at, you know, ASAP, we're trying to, you know, apply things to our lives because it's like, after synergy application right. podcast. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of learned that all these names of Jesus, like wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, Prince of peace, mm-hmm. that these are the ways that Jesus guides us into like the path to healing. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I don't know, maybe yeah. you all have something of like, Oh, this is how I would apply it. Yeah. Or this is what really like helped me, how I'm going to live this out. Yeah. Well, for me, I th- this was really cool. Like that, this is kind of rounding out the year because, mm-hmm. like, my like word of twenty twenty one, if I had one, was like surrender mm-hmm. and like learning how to surrender. Because, like I said, like Tough one. yeah, I'm yeah. such a control freak. Like I want to <laughs> hold everything to myself, but there were so many things that I was like avoiding giving over to God. And so I thought it was so cool, like 
that this was kind of what rounded out the my last semester and kind of like uh yeah because connor's graduating yeah sad want want it's okay i'll be back um, <laughs> um but those questions that he put at the end like the one that's like what would it be like to fully submit to the mm, prince of peace yeah. like and just like in the name like so much peace like surrounds me like yeah. whenever i like take what i've been learning and put it into action and i'm like okay god like I've been saying that I'm going to do this and now I'm actually going to do it. I'm actually going to like hand over everything that I struggle with, like all of my burdens and anxieties, like hand over to him and like, man, like it just makes such a difference. And like, Mm -hmm. there's just so much like good, like peace that he just brings me. And I'm sure tons of other people, like when they have that like surrendering mindset. And so, yeah, just kind of rounding out the year, I thought that was super cool. Like, that is kind of just applies to everything that I've been like teaching myself and that God has been teaching me mm-hmm. in 2021. Like, I don't know, just, and I learned something new every day. Like yeah. there's so much new stuff to learn. And like this message, like, man, it was so good. It was yeah. so awesome. good. I think for me, uh, David started talking about Micah and his experience with uh, what what what's the segment he calls? It's the oh, oh, theology, theology with the toddler. Theology with the yeah. toddler. He was talking to Micah. That'll be our next podcast. Let's bring Micah in here. But he was talking about how he was talking to Micah and they were. He wants. Uh, he never wants to be alone because he's afraid of being alone. And how he was going to bed and they were praying for his other daughter who was sick. And uh, as he was leaving, Micah was like. Uh, like, can we not pray for God to go heal uh, Brooke, right? Mm-hmm. And um, because I don't want God to leave me. And, you know, there's so many instances in my life where, like, not necessarily that specific thing of God leaving me, but I have my doubts and I have the things that, like, I'm confused about. And, like, I'm not sure, like, what the answer to that question is. But something that David said tonight was um, that our our Heavenly Father, he, His will for us is to have peace. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was really cool because there are so many times where I, I am anxious or I'm confused or I have my doubts. But like, even in those moments of doubts and anxiety, like he's providing peace for me and knowing that he's in control and he's the everlasting father that's yeah. never going to leave me. Yeah. And so like, it just, it encouraged me to have a childlike faith um, and just like trust that like, even in those moments, like he's there mm-hmm. and he's never going to leave. Like yeah. that's not something, no matter what I do, no matter the doubts that I have, no matter the anxieties I have, yeah. he's not leaving my yep. side. Like, he he's there yeah he's like welcoming us with open arms like when we come back and it's just amazing that's cool he's not afraid of our doubts he's not afraid of our questions he welcomes Mm -hmm. those with open arms as well Mm -hmm. because he wants he wants to give us that wisdom so that we know Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yep yeah what i've been learning i feel like probably over the last year is that peace is not like this emotion that you feel like magically mm-hmm. when all things are going no. right. Like yeah. <laughs> peace comes like in trusting in what the Lord says is yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even remember what David was referring to, but he was talking about like, oh, like if we believe Jesus is going to heal us, like, or if you don't truly believe that, then like, do you even believe Jesus is real? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, Oh, why am I cherry picking what I believe is <laughs> yeah. true and what I believe is not true in yeah. the Bible? Like, why do I believe that Jesus rose from the dead, but I don't believe he can deliver me from anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why, like yeah. where does that correlate? And That's so good. having this understanding that like my emotions exist outside of the truth and that like this peace that I think, like, I think like, when we think of peace, it's just like, oh, happy, like right. kind thoughts or whatever. But like peace is <laughs> when we believe what the Lord says is yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. And we're mm-hmm. actually living that out. Like you were just talking about Connor, like I'm going to actually live out this yeah. truth. And so that's just what I'm learning. And I think that's probably a hard application. Like yeah. I don't, really, yeah. I don't yeah. know how to tell you to do that because I'm still <laughs> trying to figure it out myself. Yeah. But the best way to start doing that is to reading the truth. And yeah. Like, yeah. 
being immersed in it every single day. And even if that's one verse, maybe you take one of the three verses we talked about tonight and you just read that over yourself every day until you actually believe it's true. Yeah. yeah. It literally will change your life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Emotions aren't our God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean, those, They're like dogs. They're God. good friends, but <laughs> terrible God. leaders. Yeah. Emotions yep. aren't our God. <laughs> yeah. That's a quote right there. <laughs> Say it again. Oh, emotions are like dogs. They're terrible leaders, but great companions. And That's so you so can't good. be led by your emotions. <laughs> nope. so Matt Dampier good. said that Matt one Dampier. time. Matt Dampier. Dampier, if you're listening, you're probably not, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, one of the things I shared with freshmen this week was just how the Holy Spirit identified lust in my life and delivered me from it by identifying mm-hmm. like that that was what it was. Yeah. Um, and I just like always in college thought that I was always just like deal with this. And I would just like, you know, cycle back to it for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. And then it would just be a thing. Um, but he delivered me from it. And yeah, so it's like, that's awesome. whoa, that's amazing. But then this morning I was literally like sitting with the Lord and I, I had presented this thing to him and I was like, why am I feeling this way? And he was like, because of your pride and because you're comparing yourself to other people. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Dang. Something that I do cyclically, <laughs> yep. cyclically in a cycle yep. um, is compare myself to others. And I was like, I feel like I always do this. I keep coming back to this again and again and again. The Lord was like, it doesn't have to be like this. Right. right. Like we don't have to keep doing this mm. if you don't want to keep doing this. Yeah. So and good. I was just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I literally yes. just told freshmen about how they don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> and I'm already like thinking that I have to do this. And so I just think even like the good news of Jesus is that, when we feel like we're in a cycle or a pattern, like we don't have to stay mm-hmm. in that cycle mm-hmm. or pattern. Yeah. yeah, Like he has literally all power and authority in heaven to break that off yeah. in Jesus yeah. name. Right. Like we don't have to do this anymore. And so um, just something that he even like submitted to me this morning, what I was like, how do I even like walk in freedom in this? Mm. And he was like, you have to take every thought captive. Mm. Like, yeah when you let even one thought of comparison sprout in your head, like it just makes more pathways for more comparison to pop up. And so like you have to submit these things to me and like agree with the spirit of God instead of the spirit of comparison. That's so good. So Mm. set your mind on things above, not on on things of this earth. Amber has that tattoo. First tattoo tomorrow in Colossians three, two. Y'all should be Colossians. I've been in it this week. It's good. Yeah. Any last minute things anyone wants to say? Anything that you just have to get off your chest? Uh, shout oh. out to David for bringing the word. Yeah, yeah. And he so, was sick. So he good. was so sick. Y'all have no idea. Like even <laughs> I texted him this morning to get the scripture because I'm in charge of the announcements and the scripture reader and the host and stuff. And he was like, I'm a little bit behind. And so, and I was like, oh, it'll be fine. And then it was fantastic. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I need to hear this. And yeah. yeah. Sometimes the best messages are the ones that you write last minute. Like Lexus. <laughs> Very true. That is typically how I write my yeah. But don't go into finals in dead week doing no, that. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm speaking as a terrible former student. Oh, yeah. Is that, that what I'm going to do? Absolutely. Work but should you do it? No, no, don't do it. Don't Daniel do won excellence, people. Yes. <laughs> Daniel it's won so excellence. It's so hard when you're done. It's just like, I have no motivation anymore. Yeah. 
Dang. Well, you got two weeks left. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to finish strong. We're going to that. leave this semester we well. To. Through the Lord. Through That's the Lord happen. and Amen. his power. Yes. Um, everlasting Father. Everlasting. <laughs> He's going to uh, give me so it? much peace these next Prince couple Prince of yeah. peace. Sure. Yes. There you go. Emmanuel. Yes. God with us. Um. So, yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Thanks to you guys gonna, for stopping by Hutch's house. Yeah, that was let us so know great. We should greenlight Hutch's house. <laughs> yes, all no. of you, just shoot me a DM or something, and oh, like Lord. I will, sh- I will pass this on to Landon because he should know <laughs> that like this needs to happen. Give I the think. people He's what listening. they want. Yes. And if you think that we should be on the podcast again, like just let Landon know. Wow. Yeah, yeah, seriously, seriously, we are always willing. We should be. We're yeah. always willing to fill in. Right. Really, I it's, love to hear myself. Tell talk. It's the best podcast. <laughs> yeah, such a great group of pals just yeah. just, just chatting pals, it up about the lord this started so good. due to a fake soccer team oh, it did. so good dyslexia, dyslexia untied, untied. Yes. Rip the best peace. leadership team anyway we love you all so much <laughs> yes. and we're so excited to walk into finals and finish it well mm. it's gonna so be good. so good we'll see come you guys later finals lunches. oh yes. yeah come to finals oh, lunches yes. that's good christmas synergy too. the best price is right you get to watch price oh, is right yes. and eat some food and it's phenomenal yeah yep okay that's Bye. it. Bye. <laughs>